of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Starting in August, Lincoln's 46-year-old airport terminal gets a new look. A $55 million expansion and renovation project is about to begin, taking up to two years to complete. Rachel Barth is with me. She's the Director of Communication and Customer Engagement for the Lincoln Airport. And we talk about it this morning on KFOR's Lincoln Live. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. Some big numbers we're talking about. $41 million of the $55 million that is going for capital projects, most mm-hmm. of which will be spent on the terminal. So let's start there. What changes are coming to the terminal? Yeah. So as you know, we've been talking about this pretty much for this last year. Um, but last week, the budget was officially approved by the airport authority um, during our budget meeting. <clears throat> and we are going to be starting construction here in August. So things are starting to roll. We have officially moved our admin team out of the terminal. We are shutting down the Flyers Club and um, make a new gate hold space for our increased number of passengers. And you're going to start seeing construction here over the next couple of weeks happening at the at the terminal. I mentioned the fact that the Lincoln Airport is almost half a century old and some things were in desperate need or are in desperate need of changes. So talk about why the changes are necessary. Age, the fact that it's too small, the, the, the need for technology advancements and so forth. Yeah, there's a culmination of things. So one of the biggest um, reasons for the change was due to our split checkpoints. As you know, if you've ever flown out of Lincoln, you go up the escalators and you either head north or you head south. And um, that's just really inefficient when it comes to TSA being able to staff. It's not really what you see in more of your modern airports. We also had food and beverage services pre-security, which again, doesn't make a lot of sense um, since you can't take that um, liquid with you through TSA. And so some of those were just more passenger amenities. Others were actual staffing concerns with TSA. TSA also let us know that in the next couple years, they will be getting some new equipment and the heaviness of that equipment actually could not um, work on the mezzanine level because our structure was not strong enough to hold that equipment. So there were some structural issues um, with that airport. We're with the airport. It's mostly a pre-9-11 airport. So a lot of the times, those ha- a lot of the other airports you see around the country that were built pre-9-11 have been renovated, and we just have not had an opportunity to do that yet. Um, another big reason, too, is we are seeing um, before the pandemic, we were having other airlines really interested in coming to Lincoln, and we became really restrained with just the four gates. We had Delta, we had United, but then if somebody else wanted to come in, we were going to have to kind of cram them into the airport. Um, and now what we're doing is we're expanding on the north end. And all six gates will be on the north end. So that does allow for another airline to come in and potentially even add on to that if if that ever arises. And we would have more than one airline that would want to, you know, on top of Delta and United come to Lincoln. 
Rachel Barth is joining me for the conversation on Lincoln Live, Director of Communications and Customer Engagement at the Lincoln Airport. I mentioned that the extensive work starts in August. So physically, what will that do to passenger accommodations and the flow of the airport? Yes, it's going to be it's going to be a fun um, 18 months, potentially a little bit longer, depending on the, the scope of the work and, you know, what they when, once they get in there, um, how long it takes things to, to start rolling. So initially what they're going to see is some demo work. Um, I mentioned that we <clears throat> are seeing an increase in passengers come back sooner than we actually expected, which is fantastic. Um, however, that does put some restraints on our current space because we were going to start on the north end of the terminal and kind of work our way down. Um, we did decide to move our admin staff and the Flyers Club. Um, that would also include our boardroom. So that's all going to be demoed out here in, in the coming weeks. And that is going to add some additional gatehold space um, since our Delta customers have returned and those flights are picking back up and United as well are, is adding in capacity. So we're going to be, you're going to see some demo work. So you're going to see the big curtains, construction workers, um, we're going to try to keep everybody going out of the south end of the of the terminal for now. And um, that means kind of just almost working with half of the airport. Um, eventually, there's going to be the baggage claim um, area that will be moved. So the bag bolts are going to get moved. Um, we are even going to get a new floor eventually and start demo- demoing out that north end of the, of the gatehold area. So I do, um, we have some renderings posted on our website, and I've also been posting those on social media along with kind of a high-level blueprint so people can see eventually what, that, what that's going to look like. So fair to say the north half of the terminal will be completely closed off. Absolutely. Yep. Right now, um, you can still obviously take the skywalk over um, if you're parking in the garage, but where Delta customers are used to going through TSA and going to that, that gatehold area, that will be all closed off. In order to make this project work, the airport authority approved a $63 million budget for 2022. That's almost 60% larger than last year. Take us into that decision-making process, Rachel. Explain from where the money is going to come. Yeah, so the airport authority, um, we, we do have the ability to tax. And so we have not done that for, I think, I think over 30 years. It might have been longer than that. And the last time that the airport authority did levy a tax was actually to pay for the terminal that we are currently in right now. Um, so we looked at all different avenues, streams of doing this, and it definitely made the most sense um, to, go, to go this route especially because interest rates are incredibly low right now. Um, Again, it also made sense because we were seeing some lower passenger numbers, and so we were like, this is going to be a great time to work on the expansion to get things updated. And then we knew that we were going to see a return of passengers. And like I said, it's actually returning quicker than we thought. Um, But we had decided to go with a 1.75 cent property tax levy. Um, So that will actually go in effect into in January and last for about 15 years. So it's it's sunsetted. So once we use up that money, it doesn't doesn't continue on. It just it ends at that at that 15 years. Um, So if you're somebody who owns a house um, in the city of Lincoln. So, again, it's just people who live in the city of Lincoln. Um, If you have a hundred thousand dollar house, it's going to cost you roughly 17 or 18 dollars a year. Seventeen to eighteen dollars a year on a hundred thousand uh-huh. dollar home. Yep. You're, so if you have a two hundred thousand dollar home, you know you're looking at thirty two, thirty three dollars. 
you're, year. You're right, Rachel. The 1.75 cent property tax is the first levy in 35 years. Yep, 35 years. And the last time was to build our, our current terminal. Mm-hmm. So we, in same process, as soon as that um, that those bonds were paid off, we ended the property tax. And so we, we're one of the entities that don't normally use the property tax. Um, so again, it's usually only for these larger projects. Um, it, it's interesting because the FAA, um, you know, they do have some avenues for airport improvements, but not, it does not work towards like the terminal. It's usually for like runway work, you know, things like that, that are more, um, specific for like the airlines and safety of passengers where this was really just a modernization project to get the airport to where it needs to be. So, um, you know, we're, we're working with passengers, we're updating our technology, like you had mentioned earlier getting those amenities post-security, like the Flyers Club, food and beverage, and then become attractive for another airline, you know, which is something that we've been saying all along that we want to be um, the the local airport that gets people where they need to go. And we've, we've been really lucky with United serving us and serving us through the pandemic. Um, we did lose Delta um, last July, which was a huge hit. And they recently have returned, and it's been fantastic. So I think we're setting ourselves up really well to to get another airline in Lincoln. You mentioned the fact that it's been three and a half decades since uh, the airport authority levied a tax. That always comes as a surprise to citizens because we're used to hearing about property tax levies. The city, the county, the school board, they all levy taxes for paying Mm -hmm. improvements. Uh, from, From where does the airport authority get its revenue then, if not from property taxes? So most of our revenue, um, I mean, we do we do get landing fees from airlines. Um, we have tenants who also also help us quite a bit. Um, the I think something that's surprising to me, since I am fairly new in the to the Lincoln Airport, is a majority of our revenue actually comes from our industrial park. And so that is us leasing land, whether it's um, hay leases to you know farmers who use it for round bales. Um, we have very large tenants, as you know, like Duncan Aviation, Silverhawk, Lincoln Industries, Metalworks, and our our industrial park is is very robust. It's growing. Um, we've seen an increase in the interest in our buildings over there. We've seen an interest in people um, coming to us to see if we have additional space. Um, I believe our last report was we were over eighty five percent full as far as our leases go, which is is amazing and so really those tenants helped us get through the pandemic um they're continuing to um look to expand and so a lot of the revenue actually comes from the industrial park um but again definitely not enough to pay for a project of this size rachel we're running out of time so i do want to bring up the fact that there are other improvements going on and noteworthy uh mentions of other accomplishments at the airport the redcoat service is returning Yes. Yeah, so the Redcoats um, are a customer service team, and I'm, I'm lucky enough that I get to oversee oversee that team. But they were um, laid off last year, I think around February or March, really when the pandemic was starting to take hold. Um, one, because of a decrease in passengers, and two, just because of the risk of COVID. Um, a lot of these folks, they are um, some of them are retired, and so this is just kind of a second uh, career or just something fun for them to do, but um, we did decide to bring them back, and so they will be coming back to work uh, starting here in July. You mentioned Delta returning. Uh, United is running at full capacity, I understand. 
Yes. Yeah, so United did let us know that they were going to be adding back in the flights that they had decreased um, because of COVID. And so here in July, they will be at full capacity. So that could be four flights a day to Chicago and three to Denver. And then, um, as you know, we had a ribbon cutting ceremony last week for Delta, who is operated by SkyWest at the Lincoln Airport. They are flying twice a day um, to Minneapolis. Those flights have been doing fantastic, way better than, um, you know, we have thought that the that Delta had thought even. And so those load factors were, you know, 75, 80%, which is fantastic, um, a lot better than what we thought. And so we are hoping that they can add a third flight in this fall as well. A new tenant at the Lincoln Airport? Yes. Yeah, so we um, just signed on Commute Air um, as a new tenant at the Lincoln Airport. So they are going to be operating out of one of our old World War II hangars. Um, it was the one that says, I think, Goodyear on the side of it. And if anybody ever um, attended one of the drive-in movies last summer, I used it as my screen for the drive-in movies. Um, but they're a maintenance base. And um they have a large maintenance base in Houston, and um, they work on commercial aircraft for United Airlines. And so you probably will even see an increase in airlines, uh, commercial aircraft coming into Lincoln for maintenance. And so they are working with us to renovate the hangar, get it updated to the point where they can um, work on the aircraft and get them turned around. And those flights, you know, we could see those going all over the country for United. Um, And it's also going to bring about 60 jobs to Lincoln. So we're pretty excited about that. Good things coming to the Lincoln Airport. It starts in August when Lincoln's 46-year-old airport terminal gets a new look. Rachel, thanks for joining us for the conversation on Lincoln Live. Thank you. Appreciate it.